at one time I had an executive isolation. I felt like I was an eagle in a chicken coop because I was at the <laughs> wrong networking events. Okay. And uh, I was chasing opportunities. And then I, I had to look in the mirror and, and, and remind myself who I am. You're a third generation San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you eagle in a chicken coop. You got to get out there and, and, and spread your wings. Show them how it was done mm -hmm. and started attracting the right individuals, started attracting that bird tribe. So I would just say uh, in networking, when you do enter a room, find your bird tribe. That is save yourself a lot of time, energy and money. But before you find your bird tribe, you got to know who you are. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Same Business, Different Day podcast. I'm your host, Zeke Corley, here at the Film Hub in Vista, California. Today, we are excited to have on our show Roosevelt Williams III, a multifaceted entrepreneur with a wealth of experience in diverse fields, including event organizing, marketing, and public speaking. Roosevelt is known for his tenacious work ethic, which has been instrumental in his many successes over the years. In this episode, we will learn how Roosevelt has developed and maintained this work ethic, as well as the tips and tricks he has used to become a successful business owner. We appreciate his willingness to share his experiences and knowledge as we explore yet another unique approach to success in the business world. Please join us as we welcome Roosevelt Williams the third to the show. Hey, it's an honor to be here. Man, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you being here. So as I was talking to you before, we, we kind of tell a whole journey, right? We like to share our stories, how we got to where we are today. Because although today is a celebration, Ooh. we still want to talk about that journey because somebody else is at some point where you were back in those days. You know what I mean? Yes, so, sir. The only thing I can tell your audience right now to all the uh, listeners and viewers, uh, get a pen and a pad and take copious notes. <laughs> That's right. You know, because I'm going to give it to you all straight, not late. That's and, it. Uh, That's I'm it. excited. I'm honored to be here. I'm Today, I'm going to make uh, my long journey your shortcut. That's it. So everybody listen and get excited. That's it. That's it. I love yes, the way sir. you put that. <laughs> where, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Born and raised in San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a third generation San Diegan. Uh, my family actually uh, is the ninth family to actually own uh, parcels in the United, the United States of America, uh, mm. the Nash family. That was documented by the U.S. Census. My family then uh, moved from uh, Oklahoma because uh the Dust Bowl, they couldn't grow crops to uh, San Francisco, you know, for that gold rush. Okay. And the military bought my uh, my family here. My great-great-grandfather bought his vehicle by uh, Shining Shoes. He was a cobbler okay. at a North, North, um, North Island Navy base uh, down in San Diego. Still an underrated business. <laughs> I, I love a cobbler. I learned that trade. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I used to smell feet for a living. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> That's uh, one way to put it. <laughs> my motto used to be, uh, I can save your soul, I can heal you, and I'll die for you. Uh, I can save the souls on your shoe. Mm -hmm. I repair men and women's shoes, handbags and luggage, even the heels, so I can heal you. Mm -hmm. And I can dye the shoe, the purse, the color of your choice. Healing and dying. I can save, I can save <laughs> your soul, I heal you, and I'll die for you. So that's how I was able to buy my first home. Mm. And uh, also gain a work ethic. That's like a fun fact about Rosa. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so tell me more about those early years, though. You growing up in San Diego. Uh, growing up in San Diego, mm. man. Um, San Diego is a sunny place for shady people. 
Okay. You know, so I had to survive that uh that particular time in my life, man. Um, I had the privilege of poverty. You know, I was with a single parent mother living in one of the highest um uh, highest uh, economies across the nation. Yeah. And uh, from pillow to post, you know, um, I remember one day, man, my mother uh, picking me up in a U-Haul, you know, just because uh, we had to move a lot. And one day she picked me up and uh, lifted the trunk up and had our, our whole house in the back of the U-Haul in front of all my peers. Yeah. And I put my bike in the back and we we're off to the next school, off to the next community. So I was able to grow up in multiple communities. So I was able to uh, learn uh, people's traits and people's habits at a very young age. And that led me up to working for a city council person. But before then, I had to pretty much uh, overcome a lot of obstacles, uh, like like everyone. But my obstacles were a little different because my mother's a social butterfly. You know, for example, my birthday is uh, in July, so around um, around July fourth, it's always a party. Sure, it's always a party. Because my mother, she taught me that you know we may not be rich in pocket, but we rich in spirit. Yes, sir. So she took care of us every year. And my sister, her birthday is July fourth. I'm saying this to say around October. We was always getting evicted, always going to another environment. Mm. So I had to be able to learn how to, you know, uh, pay attention to my surroundings. I had to learn how to be sustainable, and I had to learn how to have a plan at a very young age. I like this. You know, so I like where you're going with that. I mean, uh, well, especially having a plan. But one thing that always catches my ear, um, it, because this is this is my style too, is how I kind of grew up, right? Um, it's uh, that you were paying attention, right? You were a listener. And you get to use those traits a lot uh, in future endeavors, right? Especially in entrepreneurship, um, especially in, in all the other things that you got going on. And we can talk about those things. But early in your life, you were listening, you're watching, you're ch- seeing what people are hearing about you. You're, you're figuring out who you can or should talk to. And, and, and is, that, uh, is that true? Zeke, this is a writer downer, LTL. Learn to listen, listen to learn. Yes, sir. That's vital. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what you don't know may hurt you. Uh, I was always uh, taught, you know, how does a kitten survive in the jungle? Mm-hmm. By listening. Because if a kitten goes meow, he gonna get ate up, mm-hmm. you know, by the lions, the tigers, and the bears. So I was mm-hmm. raised on listening to learn and learning to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, what you don't know may hurt you. Mm-hmm. You also have to check for clues and trap doors. Um, you know, what's written in an invisible ink by paying attention. Mm. And so I was, you know, in that harsh environment, not paying attention, it can cause, it can cause, uh, you know, uh, bodily damage. Mm. And, you know, to my surroundings, uh, San Diego, like I said, is not only a sunny place for shady people, it's also palm trees and sea breeze. It's a lot of beauty to it. It's very expensive. It's a, you know, it's a very uh, particular, peculiar, uh, you know, city, Mm. you know, destination place. Mm. So even uh, learning to earn, uh, listening to learn, and to be able to implement what you're learning was vital yeah. in this extreme environment. So now to be where I'm at now, I'm just excited. But a big key critical success factor was listening. That's it. That's it. And then you can take that information, whatever you, you're soaking in, and you can take that and use it in so many different ways. You know, you can give it back to the people who you're listening to. You can think a step ahead of them if they're, like you said, being shady, right? You also can develop your plan because you heard what your surroundings and your environment is telling you. And a good game listen to all game. Yes, sir. And the more you know, the more you owe. Mm-hmm. And as I was able to survive that environment, I've learned we live to give. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to share the knowledge and, and, and the information because you'll be surprised how many people are not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Some uh, watch what happens. <laughs> That's a fact. Some wonder what happened, and some make things happen. And you know, just being on destiny and on purpose, we make things happen. That's it. That's it. I love it. Okay, so now tell me more. Now you you um, you're moving around a little bit, uh, changing environments. Uh, your mom's got you moving to different schools and all of that. I mean, did you go to a, a lot of different high schools or? I mean, oh yes, yes. Really? Uh, you know, being a third generation native San Diego and. Uh, my wife and I were, uh, you know, eating dinner downtown um, this past Saturday, and I'm seeing different pockets of individuals, people that I've known. Some of them are saying, we went to Bell, we went to O'Farrell, we went to Keeler. My wife was saying, how do you know all these people? I was <laughs> there for a semester. <laughs> I was there for a season. And uh, so I was able to have a, a well-rounded experience. Yeah. And um, a lot of people really don't get that well-rounded experience mm -hmm. just of a community uh, like San Diego, the eighth largest city. Uh, in America. Mm -hmm. So I'm really uh, thankful for that. But uh, I really honed in when I started using my real name. You know, I really didn't go by Roosevelt, you know, when I was coming up. Okay. Uh, my mother called me Rico because, uh, you know, she's bilingual. So uh, in Spanish, Rico is like beautiful um, or rich. And okay. my mom, you know, she she understood. She gave me the uh, the wisdom. And I'm, th I'm thankful for that, that we may not be rich in pocket, but be rich in spirit. Mm -hmm. So she called me Rico. Mm -hmm. So I went calling myself Rico until about I was a senior in high school. And then my great great grandfather, he pulled my coattail, the cobbler. He said, Man, your name is Roosevelt. I said, I'm a senior in high school, Z. Mm -hmm. I'm a senior. Yes, sir. Putting Rico Williams on my on my report cards and my teachers called me Rico, the environment. And he said, No, your name is not Retco. Your name is Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm Roosevelt Williams. Then he said, no, you're Roosevelt Williams the mm third. -hmm. Still give me the chills to this day. Yeah. And then the next day, he went to the Goodwill and got me a blazer from the Goodwill. Mm -hmm. And I put that blazer on, and I felt how that satin felt on my skin. Yeah. I looked in the mirror, and I said, this is what I've been waiting for. The Film Hub is the future of co-working in downtown Vista. Get energized in an inspiring work environment that is built for your success. With multiple membership options for workspace and private offices, you can become a part of our co-working community. The Film Hub makes it easier to produce the professional content your business needs. From video production, live streams, photo shoots, or in-person events, you can create all this and more in our audio and video facilities. Love your work and where you accomplish it. The Film Hub. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was able to um, shed light on that seed that was inside of me, mm -hmm. and I felt it blossom that day. Mm -hmm. I felt it activated. And from then, I was Roosevelt Williams III, yeah. and I shopped at the Goodwill. Uh -huh. I was bumping <laughs> into council members, shopping at the Goodwill. And the council members would say, I know you got it. Because you're shopping at the Goodwill, mm -hmm. I, I know you. You got it up here. You're saving your money. Mm -hmm. You're uh, you dressing differently. Mm -hmm. And then I started talking differently. They made fun of me a lot when I used to come around with a briefcase and a blazer from the Goodwill because mm -hmm. my peers didn't understand it. But now, in hindsight, that was a survival tactic that I had to use: listening, learning, paying attention, and even uh, my words became my world. Mm -hmm. I start using a business vernacular. Yes, sir. You know, I started up uh, meditating. I started doing uh, different things that was able to uh, separate me, you know, from the bunch. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm blessed, you know. I like this. If you want to be outstanding, you got to stand out. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You full of them today. I love it, I man. I told him to take copious notes. <laughs> I'm going to share. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I really appreciate that conversation, man, that metamorphosis. You know what I'm saying? Um, you adapted. Mm. You know, and, and the way that you adapted was, see, because some folks do it backwards, right? As they say, hustling backwards, right? And so what they wind up doing is they adapt to their environment and then they wind up in trouble, in jail, and mm. you know, around people that don't that they don't belong with, right? That's adapting. Now, if you listen to those people, so you know, quote unquote, shady folks, yes, you sir. can still learn, but then you can adapt and you can move in a different way because you have figured that out. You know what I mean? And so I like what the, your metamorphosis. I like throwing on the blazer. You know, I I, I like changing up the vocabulary and not being ashamed. So what? They make fun of you about whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because yes, now you have taken something, you have elevated yourself. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, one of the, also the critical success factors that my great, great grandfather, Matthew Tuxina, that was a cobbler, he taught me, you're, you're an heir because you're a third. So you get an inheritance and heirs don't hustle. You know, I grew up, you know, uh, when I was Rico hustling, not doing anything illegal, but just uh, sweating and smiling out there, um, busy, not being productive, mm -hmm. um, really didn't have a plan. Uh, Roosevelt evolved, metamorphed into giving an inheritance, having a legacy trust, not hustling. At one time, I would get up and drive across town for $20. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. That's a hustler's mentality. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Heirs don't hustle. We have an inheritance. We, and what I mean by that, to be able to crystallize what that inheritance is, not heavy lifting. Mm. If I see something that's a, uh, a heavy lift over 100 pounds for me, <laughs> I'm going to call my, I'll tap into my inheritance. And what may be a heavy lift, 100 pounds for me, maybe two pounds for them. Mm. Use my leverage, use mm -hmm. the network. Mm -hmm. And that's why we'll go more into uh, where we are today, because your network is your network. It. I love it, man. I love it. And and networking is so important. But, you know, to be completely honest, that's part of what I was hearing when you were talking about listening to your environment earlier, because it's all networking. See, I'm from the Bay Area. You said you had family up yes, in San sir. Francisco for a little bit. <clears throat> and uh, I see, uh, I've said this in, in past episodes that, you know, and, and maybe it's changed over the years. I've been down here 20 years, 23 years. But uh, we network different in the Bay, right? Because what happens out there is that when you're surrounded by people, you can be surrounded by somebody from each industry. And that's still, that's, that's a plan. That's working together, right? As opposed to when I first moved out here, it's just like all the lawyers stick together over there, all the doctors stick together over here, all the hustlers stick together over here whatever it is, but because they're speaking each other's language, they're sticking together in that way. And, and, but that's, you can't grow together if you are all the same person, you know? So I like to surround myself with people who aren't like me. Z, here's, here's another writer downer for all the viewers and listeners. Mm -hmm. Listen to understand instead of speaking to be understood. Because mm -hmm. you'll be surprised who you're having breakfast, lunch, or dinner with. You may be at a table and, you know, the connectivity mm -hmm. is, is all the way around us, especially when you have a plan and a purpose and you're a man or a woman on a mission mm -hmm. and you're not going to let anything or anyone get in your way. 
you're provided with all these opportunities. My mother did teach me wisdom crieth out. Wisdom is begging for us to see it. Are we mature enough? Are we comfortable enough who, or who we are to understand it? Mm -hmm. So that listening uh, is imperative uh, with being healthy, happy, and successful. Sure. Because it's, it's begging for us to see it. Yeah. But what about uh, the number of folks that are out there who aren't listening? See, and, and what I mean by that is like, um, okay, so what we kind of inherited in the Bay Area was a, a Southern mentality. Okay. You know, when everybody drives by you, everybody's waving, you always talk to everybody around you because you never mm. know how they could benefit you. Maybe you could benefit them or maybe they could be a threat, but you're not paying attention. You just got your head down and walking right past people. Then mm. you're not you're not living, learning or networking. Mm. You understand? And so uh, I think that that is such a big piece of, of networking is to make sure you're talking to everybody around because you never know, just yes, like you sir. were saying, who yes, you sir. were sitting across from. Oh, yes. And uh, mm -hmm. that's a part of that I'm learning. I'm experiencing that journey as I go through uh, having that spirit of excellence, humbling mm -hmm. yourself, uh, mm -hmm. speaking, even uh, know, um, knowing yourself, but greeting everyone with a smile is good for the spirit, no matter who they are, the bellhop. You know, uh, the doorman, uh, the CEO of the company, uh, it's like refreshing for my spirit. That's it. You know, not having that high, mighty, oh, I see another brother walking down the street. Let me look this way. You know, just a, a genuine. Don't uh, don't let it stick on you. You mm -hmm. know, share that smile with somebody else. But so that's a very uh, a very critical success factor as well by just speaking to individuals. Yeah, it's good for the soul. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. I can tell. I can tell, man. You you teaching now. Oh, no, uh, you know, teacher I'm, now. Not, I'm always going to be a, in student form, you yeah. know, uh, you know, I don't want to be the teacher student or the student teacher, mm. you know, I'm going to yeah. just always uh, do my best to see it, stay in that silver lining. But you're passing just, on the message though. Oh man. Um, like I said, man, the more, you know, the more you owe. Mm -hmm. That's why, uh, you know, I like to uh, be able to share, you know, because, uh, that's what we're here to do, man. Um, growing up, um, I, I knew at an early age I was a lighthouse just by being tall, mm. you know, and, um, you know, I, I definitely had something inside of me that I had to share. You know, I was uh, I was inspired. So, you know, I do see myself inspiring others. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing, like a lighthouse, you got to keep your lights on. That's so it. by, you know, associate with individuals like yourself, mm -hmm. other individuals that, you know, maybe a couple steps ahead of you, you know, they're inspiring, you know, so I'm inspired by other individuals that's out there serving um, you know, that's actually giving back. That's and, it. And uh, you know, I I learn every single day. Um, you know, my son taught me something the other day. You know, that was beautiful. Uh, his uh, intensity. Mm. No, you can't have any cookies. You, ah, he's okay. serious. So uh -huh. you know, that's that drive, that mental fortitude. You got to be resilient. Uh, if I can share a fun fact, you know, uh, I actually ran for Mr. Black San Diego three times. Okay. Uh, it's a long story to that. I won every single time. You know, mm. let me tell it. <laughs> Let my wife tell it, you know, but I won because I was 18. And um, the reason why I wasn't selected because I wasn't 21 at the time. That's in hindsight. Mm. But what that taught me at a very early age is not to quit. I, I, I was second runner up uh, those two times, too, though. So when I said I won, I won. Mm. But that's that's my story. But I just sharing, you know, and, and being vulnerable, resilience. That's it. You know, if you don't get it the first time in front of everybody, get yourself back up, you know, refocus, regroup, reconstruct. You don't win a second time in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Get yourself, regroup, reconstruct. And the third time 
And to this day, uh, people still give me drinks or, you know, still give me clout or still give me, I saw you, bro, keep it, uh, keep it, uh, keep it up. That's from it. that seeing me go through that testimony, going through that fire. That's it. And um, yeah, so being resilient, I had to just share that. You I, know, love uh, I love it. It took a while. It took prayer, mm -hmm. patience, and practice to be able to share this stage with you. It just didn't come overnight. Well, I appreciate so that, So for man. all the viewers, listeners, just keep going. That's it. Be resilient. Be resilient. Your, your turn is coming. Persevere. Yes, sir. I love it, man. Okay, so let's get into the reveal. We're going to take it to the next step. Now it's time. Okay, so today I have the pleasure of sitting down with a highly respected entrepreneur, Roosevelt Williams III. Roosevelt is a prominent figure in the entrepreneurial community, serving as the president and CEO of Young Black and in Business. He recently made headlines as the host of the highly anticipated BizCon 2023 conference at the San Diego Convention Center, which featured a plethora of influential industry experts, networking opportunities, and inspiring keynote speakers. Through his work, he has helped countless entrepreneurs start, grow, scale, and market their businesses. We are excited to have him on the show today to share his wisdom <laughs> and, and, and his writer downers. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Mr. Roosevelt Williams III. <laughs> thank, thank you, Zeke. It's, yeah, a, uh, it's an honor to be here. The first writer downer I'm going to say to anybody that's listening, you want to take copious notes. <laughs> we define business as providing a solution for a problem and making a profit. That's business. That's the first step of business, and that's a sequence of business. A lot of my peers, a lot of established individuals are unable to put that sequence together. Mm -hmm. Identify a problem, provide a solution, and make a profit. That's business. So that's all we do. The bigger the problems, the bigger the solutions, mm -hmm. possibly the bigger the profit. Mm -hmm. So I'm just happy to be here to be able to share that sequence, because once you have that sequence, then it's open sesame from there. I love it. I love it. We're going to talk more business, too. I want to talk a little bit, though. Uh, you, you've got, uh, well, I know you spent some time in D.C. You had a little government experience, too, right? Oh, yes, I do have a a, a passion. You know what? Uh, I want to just put my left hand over my heart and my right hand in the sky and say, right now, uh, I declare to serve, whether my life be long or short, I'm a servant. You know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and what I mean by that is doing what everybody, doing what they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with being a maintenance man. You know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to maintain. Mm -hmm. So um, I just dedicate myself and my family to serve. Yeah. Um, when I say I really live to give, that's what we do. Um, you know, Thanksgiving, um, you know, food drives, backpack giveaways. Um, it's been documented over 20 years of service. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, serving uh, since I was at the Urban League of San Diego County when I was in high school, uh, giving awards uh, as a Golden Pyramid Scholar. I've been uh, uh, groomed, uh, you know, uh, to give. Mm -hmm. uh, because the more you know, the more you owe. That's it. That's it. I love it. Okay, so um, tell me about BizCon. Let, let, let's get into the, right the, the conference. Business. Yeah. So we had a two-day conference at the San Diego Convention Center. Success leads clues. So I seen how they did Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. I said, why can't we do a BizCon? <laughs> and I was able to work with the Convention Center for three years to be able to solidify one date. But now that I'm in their rhythm, it's going to be every year. The next one we're going to have just quickly is going to be, I'll say that date, but it's going to be in May, and it's going to be on Tech and Innovation in 2024. But the one we had in April 5th and April 6th of 2023 mm -hmm. was geared on construction. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I identified a problem. 
Yeah. I said, there's no, uh, there's a lack of African-Americans in the construction industry. Mm -hmm. So let's go out and identify some, uh, some partners. And we're going to share our story about the, the lack of service that you're providing in our community, which is negative 2% if you don't um, sponsor and if you don't help us uh, provide a solution. So uh, Nika San Diego, IBW569, and the construction industry came out and supported BizCon. So we had it geared around construction mm -hmm. of blue-collar workers, uh, welders, mm -hmm. uh, carpenters, uh, painters, plumbers, and we had them come out and give our resources to individuals in need mm -hmm. to be able to help us circumvent that issue. So mm -hmm. they all came out. We had a, um, a PAC panel, individuals learning how to get government contracts. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, we were able to do B2B, B2C, and B2G. That's business to business, business to the government, and business to consumers. We, we were able to have a mastermind on the mezzanine. It was a two-day conference. We had over 450 individuals in attendance. Beautiful. Uh, you know, for the first time in person, yeah. we had a red carpet um, experience. We had the county that came out and supported us. Yeah. Uh, we were called to have an encore um, event. That's why we're already getting gearing for 2024. Yeah. And it's, it. uh, we were able to help individuals get to the next level. We had the small uh, the SBA come out and give out loans. Mm -hmm. We were able to have mm -hmm. uh, certain companies come out and give out grants to help early emerging entrepreneurs get to the next level. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing uh, a bridge. And that's why I, I wanted to speak about the, the government approach first and then talk business because, you know, you're talking SBA loans. You're talking about what the city really wants to do with you. And, um, you know, it's, especially in the construction industry, you've got to be involved, um, you know, with the government. Um, so it's feeling like you're kind of finding a way to create a marriage here. That communication bridge. That's it. I said it earlier. That's business. Identify the problem, mm -hmm. provide a solution, and make a profit. Mm -hmm. And uh, that formula for success has been working. That's why I'm here to share that to all the listeners and the viewers. Mm -hmm. That's how we're able to uh, book the, the convention center. And the convention center wants to grow and expand with us because of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes, sir. We're bringing color, culture, and consciousness mm -hmm. to the San Diego Convention Center like never before. Mm -hmm. And they like that. They were inspired by that, and they're allowing us to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. They showed me where Comic-Con started, and they showed me personally where they want to be able to take BizCon. Mm -hmm. So get excited and get connected and get involved. BizCon, you were able to meet more connections and make more clients mm -hmm. instantaneously, just like that. It's because of the connectivity. We were able to let individuals say who they are, what they do, and how to be contacted. We could have had the event um, at the Encanto Boys and Girls Club on Imperial, Sure. But we chose to have it at the San Diego Convention Center to be able to set the bar, set a standard, create a new mm -hmm. system. We're not going to sit around and explain and complain. We're going to take action. Mm -hmm. We're going to we're going to use our business acumen and we're going to put on our business pants and go able and, and, and bring solutions yeah. to solve these problems. Yeah. So that's one of the things we had this year. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sorry I missed it. You know, I heard about it. Uh, our friend who uh, referred me to you, uh, Terrell Simmons, great man, uh, had invited me. Yeah, he is a great man, um, a king, in fact. Absolutely. But he um, he invited me to, and I just wasn't able to make it. So you you make sure I get there next year. Though, well, absolutely, right? man. With all this uh, tech innovation that you're providing us, yeah. absolutely, you got to be there to be able to uh, share your story. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, it'd be an honor to have you there. We're already working with uh, Silicon Valley to be able to uh, come out and be sponsors. Mm -hmm. We have other partners that's uh, now jumping on board because we have the proof of concept. 
Tell me a little bit about that. And because, you know, I'm really interested in, um, you know, I've, I've looked through the magazine. I've, I've checked your presence online and everything. You got a lot of uh, partnerships, uh, corporate uh, sponsorships and partnerships. And I think that our audience would like to know what's the inroad on on being able to behave the way you're behaving and uh, allowing these other business uh, businesses to, to be a part of what you're doing. Hi, I'm Rachel Veld, host of Velocity, the Vista Chamber podcast. Join me as I sit down with Vista's movers, shakers, and change makers. Let's move Vista forward with Velocity. Hello friends, I'm Joe Samo. I'm an attorney in San Diego and I'm the host of Run It By My Lawyer. It's a great podcast where you will learn a lot about the law and it is very entertaining if I say so myself. And uh, you could get it for free anywhere you get your podcasts and you could follow us on Instagram at Run It By My Lawyer. We're here to interrupt your regular podcast listening and ask you to join us at Odd Pairing Podcast. Yes. It's Paige and I, and we are here every week now on Fridays. And we talk about adult beverages in the community, a little bit of the history of it, and we are just going on a nice little journey. And you can hear other people's drinking stories. So why wouldn't you want to listen? That's the best part. That is the best part. Cheers. Cheers. Well, here's a writer downer. Uh, documentation is better than conversation. I learned at a very young age to document every single thing because those are your receipts. Mm -hmm. That's how I was able to get partners like the San Diego Padres, uh, Sequan Casino, mm -hmm. um, NECA, uh, National Electrical Contractors Association. That's a national organization. Um, those are just a few of our partners, but I was able to be able to share the story. I was able to um, share my failures and my shortcomings, and that's how it became relatable. And then I said, if you uh, contribute, I'm going to bring you along and share this story as well. After the George Floyd and the and the Black Lives Matter, I see a lot of individuals. What do we do next? Mm -hmm. Business is warfare. Even though we're young, black and in business, young is a state of mind. So we have members of all ages. The color black, right or downer, encompasses and absorbs all. Okay. Young Black in the Business provides educational, instructional, entrepreneurial content to bring early emerging entrepreneurs out of the darkness and into the light. So we're providing them information, skills. And of course, we know business is providing a solution for a problem that makes a profit. So when I go share these stories with these diversity, equity and inclusion program directors, they get it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll give you another critical success factor on how you can make this happen for yourselves. Invite their diversity, equity, and inclusion program directors to your programming. Mm -hmm. Let them say who they are and what they do. I believe it was Ali um, or, or Mike Tyson. Holyfield said the best punch ever thrown is the one that they didn't see coming. Mm -hmm. The reason why I say that, two, three weeks later, that's when you ask the ec diversity, equity, and inclusion partner for a check, for a contract, for an opportunity, for an investment. Because they already see what you've proven. Mm -hmm. So you prove the concept and mm -hmm. let them speak and share. Then that's when you come over there and say, can you help us out? Can you invest in us? Mm -hmm. And that's how I've been able to uh, connect the dots. I and that it. has been a, a, a sequence for success. Mm -hmm. um, as uh, entrepreneurs established or early entrepreneurs, we have to have a sequence. Mm -hmm. You know, when you count to 10, you don't start at 9, 10. 
It's zero, one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine, ten. So get a sequence, get an order of operations, especially when you're dealing with these Fortune 500 companies, especially take note, literally take notes. Whatever you put on black and white, it'll turn green. <laughs> when you're talking to these individuals, you have to have your plan in place. Uh, me personally, I have a hundred year plan. They say a hundred year plan. I say, absolutely. Everything I do has to be, every step is, is precise because I'm on a mission mm. and I'm going to give an inheritance. Mm. I'm going to live for a hundred years, but I'm already planning for Roosevelt Williams, the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh to be able to take this, you know, and uh, get to the next level. You have a plan in place, a plan that's bigger than yourselves, mm -hmm. because believe me, uh, these Fortune 500 companies, they already have a plan in place. Mm -hmm. They already have that legacy trust. Mm -hmm. Plus, you better believe it. They already have, uh, you're already living in their plan, especially uh, the county of San Diego. Mm -hmm. They already have a, a plan in place for us. So we, as a people, as a culture, should be able to have a plan of action. That's right. You know, especially considering that, um, you know, it's harder to find uh, minority entrepreneurs, right? Um, they are, I shouldn't say they're few and far between, but uh, they may be not out, they're not out there shining as they could be. And uh, that's why they'd be helped to, to be involved with Young Black and in business. Hey, Zeke, uh, you, you hit it right there. And that's why we're having this conversation because mm -hmm. we personally believe everyone deserves recognition. Mm -hmm. Your business, your brand, you deserve recognition. So we use our platform as Young Black and in business to highlight these individuals. Uh, our culture, uh, a lot of my peers, they have a great habit of saying what they're doing wrong. But we like to showcase and highlight what individuals are doing right. Hey, look at Zeke with that power blazer on, you know, with that hat right there. That brother got great posture, shoes to shine. Mm. This is an example. In order to be a man, you must know a man. So just using individuals like yourself, sharing and showcasing, this is what um, people um, inspire, how people are inspired. Mm. This is what gets people galvanized. This is what showcases and highlights, and we document that in our 32-page manuscript. We share that on social media. We also share this with our sponsors. Uh, in conclusion, when you think about Young Black in the Business, think about R&R. &R. We can refer you to Access Capital, and we can also recognize you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, now, what are we teaching, though, uh, you know, with Young Black in the Business, with BizCon? I mean, I, first of all, I know putting on an event like that is a major undertaking. I mean, you you really, uh, you got to have a good team around you, I'm sure, uh, people that are helping you get to, you know, making that a success as it was. But then you turn around and you have to invite in these speakers, you're having panels, you're, you're having some important conversations. Uh, what, what, are, what are we teaching them? We're teaching them um, sustainability, to how to be able to sustain a relationship, a business relationship. We're speaking about planning. We're speaking about a vision. We're speaking about identifying individuals that can perform a task well. We're speaking about follow-up. We're speaking about um, detailed notes. We're also speaking about having mentors. You know, uh, we're speaking about uh, practice uh, because you have to be able to uh, practice makes permanent. So I just can start off by having events at the convention center. Sure. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, our events, uh, you know, started at the uh, Neighborhood House Association. And I like to say we had a rich cracker, but we had a, a cheese slice, um, a tomato with a toothpick going down the middle. Mm -hmm. And we were selling booths at a, for $5 just to come give us a, I called it um, 
I'm going to say uh, who you are, what you do, and how to be contacted. We'll be in the audience. Uh, if you start being loquacious, you're talking too long, you get a red sign. <laughs> if you want to learn more, you get green, yellow, give me your business card. That's how it, that started out. Then uh, now I'm able to be at the level to be able to offer booths at 2,500. And, uh, and it, but it's value was created in that, you That's know, right. so, so that practice made, uh, made permanent. Then I will also say documentation. And the reason why that is in my absence, my team is still able to carry out the plan in place. Okay. It's documented. Mm -hmm. So that allowed me to become a level five leader. Things are going to still run efficiently, even in my absence, because I left a blueprint. And that's what these manuscripts all are, are all about, you know, are leaving that blueprint for the next generation. So that's kind of how I was able to uh, team build. And one thing that I like to do after every event, after every year, is ask my team, what could we do better? You know, what did we learn? And uh, did we meet your expectations? Mm -hmm. And I like I access from each and every person um, on my team. And by doing that, I'm able to do that uh, that listening tour. Back to listening. Yeah. Able to do that listening tour mm -hmm. and then be able to uh, implement what my team would like to see. It's like fish. For me, I take the meat and leave the bones. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I may say something, okay, we're going to leave that right there. But mm -hmm. that's that's my business. But sometimes they may come up with some great ideas a lot of times. And um, in my core team, I'm actually uh, the youngest and um, I may be even the, the slowest, mm -hmm. you know, but one thing I believe uh, my effective listening skills, that's what it, uh, uh, has been allowed me to keep everything and, and everyone together Yeah. at this time. Yeah. Bringing out that old soul. <laughs> Young yeah. or not, you bring it out that oh, old soul. Oh, 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 that's right. <laughs> that's why you say, uh, you know, of all ages, because, you know, you never oh, know man. what stage that people are in. We're talking yeah. ages and stages now. People move at the speed of their understanding. That's right. That's a writer downer. That's it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so I would just encourage, uh, if you're not already, get with a business network mm -hmm. uh, because uh, as as vital uh, to being being able to scale, you know, uh, your business. Uh, find these solutions. Find those. Um, and when I mean solutions, I'm talking about to problems. I solve conundrums every single day. Got to. You got to be able to solve conundrums. You got to want to actually, you know, because you know what? It really exercises your mind. You know what I'm saying? It keep you, that's the kind of thing you want to do. You want to keep solving people's problems, solving your problems, the business's problems. You you want to continue to do that because that helps you stay at the forefront of of the thought process. It's called, that's it's called being a thought leader. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So now... Uh, but one thing you did just bring up, and I appreciate this, is, is you got us back into networking. And you said to join uh, business networking groups. What kind of uh, business networking groups have you seen by example that have been uh, good for you? You felt like they were successful? Uh, as early as possible. Um, you know, somehow uh, I, I stayed into uh, these um, business network networking groups as uh, uh, at, a early, at a very early age. Mm -hmm. Just uh, the exposure. Um, opportunities uh, come with a, a limited success. Sometimes you just got to just go out there, you know, as as you know, uh, sometimes it's not about your ability, about your availability. Mm -hmm. So you never know the type of network until you get there. It's very important because some networking may claim to be the best, but as soon as you get there, you're unable to find your bird tribe. Mm -hmm. You know, um, at one time I had an executive isolation. I felt like I was an eagle in a chicken coop. Because I was at the wrong networking events. Okay. And uh, I was chasing opportunities. And then I, I had to look in the mirror and, and, and remind myself who I am. You're a third-generation San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you, you eagle in a chicken coop. You got to get out there and, and spread your wings. 
-hmm. show them how it was done mm -hmm. and started attracting the right individuals, started attracting that bird tribe. So I would just say uh, in networking, when you do enter a room, find your bird tribe. That is save yourself a lot of time, energy and money. But before you find your bird tribe, you got to know who you are. That's it. You got to mm -hmm. be able to know your limitations, mm -hmm. your your uh, your ambitions, your goals. You got to know how many holes you have in your body. You have to have that power analysis with self. Self, am I ready to jump out there? Yeah. Self, if it's a gray day, do I go out there and be advantageous? Or if it's a gray day in May, do I just, you know, sit by the fireplace and, you know, read me a book? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Do I sharpen my saw up? You got to know what makes you tickle. So, so when you get in these rooms, you can know how to identify a person. You know what that person has on a power tie that I like? What is drawing me? What's the attraction here? You know, you know, this person seems like they're at a, a we're at a, um, an even speed of understanding here. Mm -hmm. uh, then another thing, are you still accepting business cards? Are, are you digital? I mean, this is a part of networking here. Mm -hmm. uh, do you forget individuals that you have on your phone that may be powerful and then you delete them or you call them and don't know who they are? Mm -hmm. Are you taking pictures with the individuals and say, okay, bam, and I'm putting in my notes here and follow up? Mm -hmm. Are you following up with individuals? Are you, are you revamping your resume or, you know, it's a uh, it's keys to networking, being a, a master mm -hmm. networker, and that's one thing that I have to uh, you know pat myself on, not to be ostentatious, but uh, one thing that I do is when I step into a room to network is I'm an autocratic leader. I sit back and I observe. I'm very observant. People ask me, uh, is anything wrong, or or the guest that brought me to the event, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you talking? Why aren't, why aren't you doing anything? I'm watching every single body. That's I'm it. watching mannerisms. I'm watching postures. Mm -hmm. I'm watching. I'm watching body language. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm I'm just observing. But see, that's my style. And then instead of being a a light bulb, I'm that laser. I know who to talk to. <laughs> uh, you'll be surprised how I can walk into a room and uh, speak to the uh, president of the International Rotary uh, and get a picture. And you have Rotarians that have been in the room for you know five years. Uh, five hours unable to approach this individual mm -hmm. because you got to sit back and identify the uh, soft targets to the hard targets mm -hmm. take care of the hard targets first mm -hmm. because time timing is everything mm -hmm. this person may have to leave they may have to go some places you don't want to spend your time talking to too many soft targets and the good ones get away mm -hmm. but those are just critical success factors mm -hmm. and uh, we share that at Young Black in the Business how to network and then once you get the relationship, how do you build and sustain the relationship? Yeah. Anybody can get That's a phone it. number, mm -hmm. but how do you do, what do you do with the phone number? And that goes for ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's in it. the club, out the club, well, in the I'm office. I'm hearing it loud and clear, man. I'm hearing it loud and clear. <laughs> I mean, you know, because we used to talk about that back in the day. That's that's just, that is uh, networking. And again, it just goes back to listening. I think kind of, you know, it's really a theme to this episode is listening and I appreciate that you and I are sitting here listening to each other mm. in the way that we are because I um I know what you're saying. I know mm. exactly what you're saying. And um yeah, you know, if you're paying attention, right? And they, they say, you know, they say it's the silent ones you should worry about. Yes, sir. You know, and uh there's something in there. There's something to that when people say that. And it's really not necessarily that they're so sh shy and quiet. They're actually just paying attention sometimes. And the folks who really are paying good attention, they can talk to anybody in the room. They can talk to anybody because they saw you already. The way you were walking showed them about what they need to be saying to you. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, the way sir. that you take your tea, the way that you drink your drink, the way that you move, the way that you shake hands, the type of people you talk to. If I'm paying attention to that, then I know how I fit in. I know how I fit in. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised that you could go up to the international president of Rotary because yeah. I know you a listener. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you and, a listener. Uh, once you make that observation, you have an obligation. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. you, when you're on a mission, because mm -hmm. I, I can identify with that person. That person has a tool mm -hmm. I've been waiting for. That's it. That person has the key, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. to the lock that I've been I've been needing. So uh, without a doubt. And, mm -hmm. you know, when you come and you express yourself and, mm -hmm. and you're confident and uh, it'll go your way. That's it. It'll go your way. And uh, you can't go wrong with a hello. No, 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 no. I mean, hey, if somebody's <laughs> mad at a hello, then you don't need nothing to do with them anyway. Absolutely. You say hi to me. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Tell sir. me uh, one, one last gem I would like to hear about. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, I wouldn't necessarily consider this public speaking. Certainly, you didn't come in here with nerves or anything like that. But... Somebody, uh, you know, out there, uh, some of our listeners, uh, they may have been invited at times to be a keynote speaker somewhere mm. and, and they kind of just shy away from it. They, you know, they get an opportunity to, to speak to a large crowd and they say, I don't know if I can or whatever. Um, what, are you, what are some of your tips for the public speaking and, the, and the, you know, the big stage? Okay, here's some writer downers. Uh, so you first want to know your audience. And uh, you also want to contact whoever invited you to speak and say, what are some of the needs? What are some of the problems that your audience is having? So when you go to the audience, you can already have uh, your, your needs assessment. You can bring those solutions. So that's a critical success factor. Know your audience, do your research. Then you also want to be able to know what the past uh, speakers have spoke about so it can be uh, unique and unusual. All right. Mm -hmm. So we'll go fast forward. So when you actually get to the venue, uh, Nobody knows that you're the speaker and not if you're, uh, you know, uh, on the program, they advertise you and, you know, if you're starting off. So I recommend getting there early, shaking everyone's hand when they come through the door. The reason why you want to be able to touch everyone is so you're already collecting the energy. You're already breaking the ice. Say, how you doing? How you doing? You know what I mean? The fist bumps. You're smiling. You're, you know, you're connecting with the audience. Mm -hmm. You're engaging with the audience. And then before you know it, when they call you up to speak, Oh, I shook his hand. I, you already had that personal connection with this individual, with the with these individuals, and you'll be surprised on the on the magnitude of energy. Hey, I didn't even know he was gonna speak. Oh, mm -hmm. let me sit up straight. Let me listen. Let me let me tune in. So then, while you're speaking on a professional level, now you're on the stage. You made this connection on a professional level. The business of public speaking is having something to offer. Mm -hmm. Even have your books in the back. You want to come with some uh productivity productivity mm -hmm. is the word that i want to share today for all entrepreneurs and you have to have products and you have to have activity while you're speaking and my book is in the back yeah my shirts are in the back i want to follow up this is another critical success factor that i like to also share you want to also uh turn your everybody has ig or, or facebook turn your volume on your phone and say i want everybody to follow me right now you you want to say your your ig handle You'll be surprised when your phone starts going off and everybody hears those dings in the audience that are followers. That's how you make those transactions. So for everybody that has a pen and a paper, I'm going to give it to you right now. You want to make positive impressions to have conversions and then you have those transactions. That's the business of public speaking. Just don't go up there and say something. You want to have something to say. Yes, sir. Productivity. And remember those three. 
positive impressions, then you have those conversions, you get those transactions. My man. <laughs> Is that cool with the Zeke? <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I love it. You know, um, I really appreciate this uh, this whole conversation, man. Uh, you really brought it. You delivered. And uh, I know that our audience can benefit from everything that you had to say. I hope that you guys reach out to them. Um, why don't you give them some contact info how to reach out to you? I'm going to give you my direct sale number. It's uh, 619-665-3031. It's 619-665-3031. And um, our website is joinybnb.com. That's joinybnb.com. And the IG is ybandmb. And, uh, you know, Instagram, ybandmb. And uh, we're here to serve, you know. And uh, if you have a problem, bring it to us. That's you know, because we have well, a solution. You got a cell phone number. Yeah, now, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah, we have a solution for you know for any problem you know that it may be. And if I don't know and, and have the answer, I guarantee you, I can get you the answer with somebody within the network. That's it. That's it. That's beautiful, man. Yes, sir. I really appreciate you being here. You know, um, you guys can reach out to us uh, at Same Biz Pod. S A M E B I Z P O D. At a different day radio. Uh, we're here at the Film Hub. You guys got to come check out the studios if you haven't had a chance to. We're doing the right things over here. We appreciate the whole team, Mateo over there on the boards and everybody else in, in you know on our team. Um, we got a good thing going, and uh, we're going to keep these conversations flowing. You guys check out uh, all of the shows on the network from Running By My Lawyer, Odd Pairing, um, uh, Industry Insights, uh, Network One-on-One, -on Velocity, the Vista Chamber podcast. The shows go on and on. They're going to continue to grow. Don't forget Councilman's Corner with Joe Green. We got a lot going on. And uh, once again, I want to just thank Roosevelt Williams III for being here today. In the Bay, we, what we would call you, we, we would say he's a factor. Okay, that's right. That's he's right. a factor. Big love. Big yeah, love. Big yeah. love. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Same business, different day. Peace.